0: content is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health care providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition.
1: Welcome to a new episode of
2: Boss Babes and Boba
1: with your host. Ariel, Adrian, and Anne. Cheers!
0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Boss Babes and Boba Quarantine Edition. It's your gorgeous, super smart host, Anne. And I have the ever-popular, beautiful influencer, Ariel. Hi, everyone. And the (laughs) professional ballroom dancer and social media expert, Adrian. Hello, everyone. All right, before I ask these girls for updates on their lives, make sure you listen to our last episode. We give love to our boss mamas. Their driven work ethic is where we got our obsession with achieving our career goals and personal dreams. So just check that out. All right, ladies, let's update our listeners. Adrian,
2: what's new with you? You know, it's a whole lot of I feel like nothing. I don't know if everyone feels that way, but I feel like I'm living one long day. I know that's a little negative to start the podcast but I think that's just real life um I have been working a lot so at least like five days out of the week my mind is busy for a good like 12 hours of the day but other than that like it's just really work and trying to survive this pandemic what about
1: you though Ariel I think for me I'm I don't know last week was rough but this week or like it was a lot better for me I think Mm -hmm. I Focus a lot of my energy towards cooking. I've been doing a lot of cooking. Like, mm-hmm. I would never think that I would like cooking because I'm just, I don't like the kitchen, but. I actually really enjoy it now. <laughs> I mean like I'm the best salmon maker right now. I could do not. Like I have so many recipes that I just made up in my head. Oh, okay. um, but, you know, like whenever I think like, see so your everything right bagel
2: uh, seasoning.
1: Oh, <laughs> that is life changing. And my elote seasoning. Your oh. elote? Elote. Oh. Elote. I don't know. It's so delicious. I've been enjoying cooking a lot right now. Like, that's what I've been busy with. On Sunday, I'm making lasagna for the first time. Like, oh my God. Over Betty Crocker and Chef Boyardee. Because, like, oh. Ariel's coming. You yeah. could say, like, Rachel Ray. You yeah. Can say like, all these like
2: canned food brands that you're
1: <laughs> mentioning right now. Well, they're the first ones that popped in. But yeah, like, uh, definitely a one from Ken. I'm speechless goods. like right now. Like I never
0: I didn't think you were gonna say cooking.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Like I mean I am really coming out of this with wifey skills. Like I kid you not. Oh good job. I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways aside from me in the kitchen, what's going on with you Anne? All right. So your girl has her exercise itch back. So
0: yeah. I've been walking actually this week I've walked about 18 miles. Wow. Oh, I just go, through, I know. <laughs>
1: so I'll be like, like, I will like I a mile in, right in the whole now.
0: week. I know. And actually, Ariel, you know, the last episode you did mention Chloe Ting or mm-hmm. the one yeah, for one of the. So, so I, I've been doing the two week ab shred. Are yeah. you seeing any difference? Oh, yeah. Honestly, like, I want to say, like, I'm seeing indentations, but I don't know if that's stomach rolls or that's, like, <laughs> actually abs. Like, I
2: want to say, I'm like, ooh. I say look, it's this, abs.
1: Look at this line. Yeah, le- yeah right let's now. just say it's abs. <laughs> okay, we'll say My abs are coming back. I As was doing Chloe teeing and mm-hmm. then Girl Time came around, so I have to pick up again. Like, after. it's hard
2: to exercise. Guys don't realize like yeah. it's really hard to like,
1: you know, do all these. Different yeah, moves. especially on like day two and three. Yeah, oh, oh, no. yeah. And I also have been doing the Warrior Warrior
0: diet. Oh. So it's like yeah. it's a fancy term for pretty much an, a different time frame from intermittent fasting. Like I know I said before, I was doing. Um, 12 to 8 is my time frame to eat. Mm-hmm. Now it's 3 to 7. So I fast for 20 hours. What? I do. Listen, actually, just make sure, sure you don't die. Week. No, it's good. Okay. It's actually like I don't get hungry till 3 p.m. And then I eat like my daily Caesar salad <laughs> and <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so sandwich. And then I'm like <laughs> walking. And then once it's like 7 38, like I'm not eating anymore. And that's it. Like, I'm not like, get all your calories
2: like within,
1: like, just like. -hmm. It's so crazy though, because, like, while we're in quarantine, like, every I feel like everybody's eating habits have changed, either whether it was for the good or bad. Like, me too. Mm -hmm. Like, I eat my breakfast, like, right when I wake up, or I eat three meals a day now, which is crazy because I used to never do that. And Mm then, um, my dinner's at 5 p.m., and then I don't eat anymore after that either.
2: Yeah. Mine
1: have like flushed too. And I've cut out snacking. So I feel bad for all the snacks that I have behind me. People can't see them, but you guys can see them. Yeah, like I haven't been touching any of them. I can take. So them. you just do like three big meals. You don't like snack. I yeah yeah like I just really don't. I don't. I don't have the energy. I'm just not in the mood to eat. Like I'm literally eating for survival. Anyone listening out there, don't take this advice. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's eating bad advice. Sufficient yeah. amount. like I'm eating sufficient amount, but I'm just. Not, I don't know. I'm just not like. Hungry or
2: anything. I get that. Like this week, I feel like it depends on each week. Like this week, I haven't been as mm. hungry. Last week, I was like overeating. And like in the beginning, I was like portion controlling. So again, it just kind of fluctuates. This week, I started exercising too. Like just walk. I mean, not like Anne. I thought I was pretty proud of my 30 minutes on the treadmill a day. <laughs> I know,
1: 18 like, miles. 18 miles. Like, like where are you from going? Line? To China? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> <laughs> I like, don't By the way, play. they're closed. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk.
2: So I know we like to keep things really lighthearted here on the Boss Babes and Boa podcast, but we thought it was a really important topic just because of, you know, the state that the whole world is in. Um, May is also Mental Health Awareness Month, that it would just be a good opportunity to talk about mental health, Um, especially since, you know, we are... Filipino and in Eastern culture, I don't think it's really widely talked about. So we're not here saying that we're experts, you know, none of us have degrees in psychology or anything. Um, But we just thought it was a good, like, this is a good space to just kind of talk about it and, um, you know, bring up conversation and just letting you guys know that like Our DMs are always open to you guys. Like, we are here for you um, if any of you guys listening ever need anyone to talk to. So, before we get into, like, I guess the pandemic portion of it, like, let's just talk about do you guys think that, you know, mental health is a little bit of a taboo topic? Um, Let's start with Anne.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I do think it is a taboo topic. Um, I think a lot of people suffer with behavioral health conditions that they don't know they have it. You know, they're not clinically diagnosed with it. And I think it's a, it takes a lot out of a person to put down their pride and accept, like, hey, I need to go talk to someone. You know, and especially like in my line of work, I am in an HR, but I do handle that side where you know, in a workplace, mental health triggers and things like that. And it happens a lot more. And it's so common more than people think. And people don't understand like just one like simple sentence you can say to like your friend at work, like, hey man, like I just don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be here anymore type of thing. Is it's a trigger. It's already there's an underlining thing. It's not like it's like hey, you know, like let me just brush it off. And Mm. I think right now, even like if we're going to talk about pandemic context, we're, you know, forced to be inside our homes for our Mm -hmm. safety, but then it's like people can get into their thoughts like me, Mm -hmm. you know, I think like every day, like my mindset is just different. Like I'm irritable next day. It's just like, I'm so sad about like, I don't know why it's just, maybe it's just being at home or the world is like in disarray right now and all that stuff. And I, I do think that me telling someone, like, hey, I think I have X, Y, and Z, like, I don't want to admit that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not
0: something I want to brag about, like, because it's like, I don't want to have like a pity party or anything like that as I well. I
2: think it's part of, like, our culture, too, because I've noticed, like, um, you know, with people that are, like, Caucasian or something, um, I feel like they talk about it more open. Like, here in America, it's, it's almost like, even in LA, it's almost, like, trendy. Like, oh, I have my therapist. Like, it's more widely talked about here and I think in the past decades like in America it's been really accepted but I think it's also the way we were raised I think um you know our parents like my my parents they almost not that they put down mental health but it's like if I were to say something it's like why do you have mental health issues like you grew up with privilege like we had to work really hard it's like that kind of conversation yeah conversation and I think it's it's, I think everything is all like subjective to yourself. Like, yeah, like maybe my life is cushier than another person's, but I'm still experiencing this in my life. So I think it's, maybe that's why it's a little taboo too, because I think mental health spans so f- like far. It's such a broad thing. Like there's not one size fits all or one, you know, like quote unquote, like disorder, right? Like yeah. it's, there's a lot of different things. So it is hard, but what about you? Um, yeah
1: sorry no no no, I think um, I agree with both of you like what you guys mentioned I do agree that it is a taboo topic Um, I agree a lot with what Adrian said about culture and whatever background you come from because sometimes like I remember when I was younger I would tell things to my parents that I'm experiencing certain things and they would be like what it's nothing like they totally disregarded it and it was mm-hmm. very like you're just being dramatic about it like if you don't think about it you don't have it you know um and yeah. luckily i think in my case that i was able to handle that type of response but not a lot of people can be okay with just being brushed off and then it leads to bigger things because mm-hmm. their parents maybe neglected them or you know disregarded what they were feeling and i feel like that's why it's taboo it's also because of your background and the support system you have because not everybody has that so even if you're being upfront about it maybe there aren't people listening to you and that's kind of what you know makes these mental health problems even bigger than what they are so would you guys be willing to share maybe your
2: experiences with any conditions kind of associated with you know different um mental health disorders
1: Yeah. So for me, I deal with anxiety. I'm not clinically diagnosed, but I've had episodes where I really felt the symptoms of having anxiety. When I experience my episodes of anxiety, it's, I would say I'm a little bit more luckier than others that I don't have to, or it's not a severe case where I'm incapable of doing things Mm -hmm. because I do have friends who are clinically diagnosed and some of them can't even leave their homes because yeah. it's that bad. Mine are more mild, so I've been very blessed with that, but it is something that I do deal with, like, Yeah, when anytime. you fly, you
2: get really, like, bad. Yeah,
1: um, I have different triggers for them, like, mm-hmm. I've noticed that it's, like, honestly, you know what, I think what it is, is, like, you have to find out the root of yeah, the costs. issue, mm-hmm. because once you understand why you get anxious about certain things, you're able to control it. So for me, things that trigger my anxiety is flying, mm-hmm. um, just deep thoughts about death. Cause I randomly have them. Yeah. Um, if I'm preparing for something big, that's life-changing and it's then like a lot of people in control. I think Exactly. So that's yeah. what I was going to get to is that I realized that why I feel this way when certain events happen in my life is because I have a fear of things I cannot control. Mm -hmm. I'm a control freak, to be honest. I plan everything to the T and when I can't control it, that's when when my anxiety attacks. And it's unfortunate sometimes because it does stop me from doing certain things, but not to the extent where I can't leave my home. It's like sometimes, honestly, like I'm about to book a ticket to fly somewhere, travel. Mm -hmm. I have to almost double think it because I already feel being anxious to be on a plane. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy how this, just your thoughts can control how you feel, you know? But for me, it's like, those are what I experience, And I think as we're talking about being in this pandemic and made a good point that like in this time, we are forced to almost be in our thoughts a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And that's, I feel like when you're in your thoughts and you're overthinking your thoughts, become other thoughts, become other thoughts that'll trigger your
2: anxiety yeah.
1: or something like that. And I've experienced it already in the last eight weeks that we've been in quarantine. Yeah, I've been having episodes, like I'll wake up with like a heavy um, chest pains or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's something I can't avoid because I will always have things that I can't control. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you just have to deal with it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Anne?
1: Right. So I've
0: never really experienced like any symptoms like that until the beginning of this year, um, it really just has to do um, surrounding my work, I guess. At first, you know, my, the cases I receive or that I have under my belt, they're very sensitive. And, you know, once let's, for example, like if I get a referral in, um, I work with a lot of like psychologists and psychiatrists, it has to do with someone that attempted harm to themselves or others. And it's like day after day, I was reading referral after referral after referral, and it got to my head a lot. It was just like, I can't believe this is what people think about. And it's just like, oh my goodness, like I've thought about this before. It's like, does that mean I have it? And things like that. It, it was, it kind of like stressed me out during my work day. And then as my team got bigger and like my job duties expanded. I think it's almost every morning now I deal with anxiety. I think it's like I wake up and I have two phones. I have a work phone and my personal phone. And my work phone is so far away because it's like I get so anxious to turn on my phone. It's like once I touch the screen, it's filled with so many messages and emails and things that I have to respond to. And it sucks because sometimes it's like my team member is going through a family emergency and they're venting and this is what they need from me. Or it's like, there's a 911 thing in my other side of the department and we can't move forward unless like Anne has a say and things like that. And it's like, there's a lot of things sitting on my shoulders Yeah. every time I wake up in the morning. It's like, there has not been a day where I've received nothing. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like, at least like, 40 messages and things like that and I have to read through them all and it's just like I wake up and I'm just like okay Mm -hmm. let me check my phone and I stay in bed and check my phone because I feel like that like helps with like the blow instead of me sitting in my chair yeah and I think that's like it's just like it's it hurts my chest it's like it freaks me out and if I could run away I would you know but this is my bread and butter and, you know, like if things were a really big issue that like, like hangs over my head, like there's times I've waken up in the middle of the night, just like, let me check my phone. Like, let me just make sure it's like, okay. And it's just like, I'm freaking yeah. out and it's, it's like panic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, personally, it's like, I don't want to share this to people, you know, cause I feel like they don't relate to me or they think I'm being dramatic, you know, yeah. but it's just like, I have like such a heavy load on my shoulders and it's just like, you know, my team, like that's their, their jobs, like their families depend on it. And it's like, what if I can't give them what they need?
1: And Mm -hmm. it's like,
0: you know, it's like people. And then you almost have to be
1: like the strong one for them too, because you're leading them. So it's not, you can't even show your vulnerable side or that what they're giving you is giving you anxiety. You know, it's like, I'm responsible for putting out the fires. It's like everyone, I need to
0: have an answer. I can't respond with, I don't know. And yeah. if, like, I still owe people answers. It's, it's, I don't know. It's been, like, really difficult, like, these past five months. Like, it started beginning of the year. But um, now things are getting better. Um, it's definitely a lot harder being home and dealing with that it's easier when you have your routine in the morning you know I'm driving yeah my phone's blowing up but it's like not I'm driving I can't look at my phone and things like Mm -hmm. that and I don't know
2: it's like there's no separation exactly yeah
1: yeah what about you Adrian? have you experienced anything
2: yeah I think mine's a little bit of a combination of both like mine started um when I was like in high school when I it was a junior and I started taking EP and my like schedule was really busy. And like, that's when I feel like the anxiety started to kick in. I think it was kind of the underlying issue was pressure. You know, I'm the first person in my family to have a degree, like to have a degree to graduate from school. So that I'm an only child. So like, I was always, I think as a kid, like just taught to be self-reliant to like rely on myself. And I didn't know how to, again, talk about these emotions because if i talked about it i felt like i was ungrateful and that kind of you know spiraled into you know depression um i was in a really tumultuous i think that's a good word ariel cuz you were there mm-hmm. during that time relationship for 3 years that was long distance and i would just cry like i remember there was like a point where i cried myself to sleep i think for a month straight like our friend Joanna, like, she lived with me at the time, and she would, like, text me, like, hey, like, are you okay? You haven't come out of your, your room, and, like, luckily, like, during that time, I was able to, like, pull myself out, like, I had to mentally be, like, I cannot, like, do this anymore, Um, but, you know, I still struggle through it, like, when I started working, it was, like, that same thing, I started to get, like, really, like, bad anxiety, like, my chest would hurt, and, um you know, it almost got, I think worse because I realized too, I think I have like slight, I don't know, OC again, I'm not clinically like diagnosed. I really feel like I should be like checked up because I feel like mine's like actually pretty strong. Like it's, it really has affected my life. And I think I do a really good job of not showing it, but there are times like where I just don't go to things and like people are like, Oh, like, come on and go out like with us. But it's like, I've actually experienced stuff where like it's inhibited me from going out because I just can't social like it i just don't want to get out of bed or i like don't want to do anything um i've had times where like literally i have like i'll just wake up at night and like this like when my parents started to like notice like hey like are you okay because i just i couldn't sleep my hands were like numb um and with my first like full-on panic attack i went to the hospital i thought it was like an allergic reaction to like medication um And then I think I realized like two or three years later, like I think that was just a panic attack. Like I woke up, my hands were numb. Like I couldn't, it's like the most debilitating, like feeling like you just, and you just can't do anything. You just have to write it out. So Uh I don't know. It's, it comes and goes, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's something that I'm just dealing with like constantly. And I think the underlying issue is, Like, again, I think I have a slight perfectionism or like OCD thing. Like if I do something, it has to be perfect or like it really bothers me (laughs) like internally that and like the pressure to like succeed in my life because I am the first in my family because I'm an only child. I have no one else to rely on. Like I have to do it for my family. So um again, like I'm, I'm getting through it, you know, I'm still here. And I, I'm like really proud of myself to have like that mental capacity to like, at least be aware of like the things I'm feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd be lying if I said it. it's not a struggle, like every day, like it is, but I know I'm not the only one that experiences that. That's why yeah. I think it's so important to talk about.
1: For sure. Cause like if you don't talk about it, then you're still stuck in your thoughts. Like I think yeah. people don't
2: realize
0: like how common it is to mm-hmm. experience things mm-hmm. like this. Like, you know, I can't say who my clients are or who I've worked for before, but you know, I want to say like the statistics were more than 70 of their employees experienced from a mental health condition, like suffered yeah. from that. Yeah. And it's super common in mm-hmm. like
2: in business, right? Like I think and it's but, that yeah. it's that pressure I think it's a cultural thing you know we talked about it in like money how like culture plays a big part but it's like yeah it's like the American dream you have to succeed like you're in the quote-unquote greatest country in the world right like you have all this opportunity and I think it really affects us then probably technology and stuff like
1: I feel like there's, like, a whole huge, like, variable of what are true causes of mental health, like, because mm-hmm. it could be your culture, it could be things that happened in your past, it could, you yeah. know what I mean, like, there's a lot of things, and that's why we have triggers, like, mm-hmm. that's, you know, your you think of something that has happened to you before, or something like that, and then you start feeling a certain way, like, everything's kind of connected, so I'm pretty sure, like, everyone has experienced one thing or another, like, You know, and the thing is, I guess like it's kind of scary that is like people may not even realize they have it or Mm -hmm. have had an episode of it. It's Boba Breakdown. All right, ladies, for something more light, let's talk about Boba Breakdown. (laughs) What is everybody having?
2: I think we're all not having boba this time around. Look at us being healthy. It's so depressing.
1: I, yeah, like I'm not having boba today. I'm having a matcha latte Mm -hmm. iced. It's a little late to have matcha latte. You're going to be up all night, dude. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? It's just so delicious. It's like my go-to drink right now, aside from coffee. So I love it. What are you guys having?
0: i'm having my kombucha bucha. i still can't
1: get her kombucha. pink lady apple because she's <laughs> classy i'm so glad you moved over to health aid who else agrees that health aid is a lot better than synergy? i like synergy i like synergy though no, it's not i don't like it like, the it like inspires of, me ew, internally nasty is it yeast ew <laughs>
0: okay ew is it oh my god i, I don't think know it's
1: yeast, it's yeast. Well, you can't see it through this bottle. I guess that's why you that's like That's why I like it. <laughs> Health aid hides what you don't want to see. Yeah, I'm
2: just having an ice cream tea.
1: Look Non-suit. at us, turning the new leaf.
0: I know, I was listening to our past episodes when I'm like eating... Pop tarts every day, Oreos. Uh, I was like, you know what? We gotta, we gotta. Yeah, trying to. <laughs> to
2: change hey, it to Caesar boba, salad though. daily. <laughs> <laughs> I only allow myself
1: to have boba twice a week now. Oh, five times a week. Now. That's a huge upgrade. Whoa. I, yeah. I'm actually surprised I haven't ordered boba this week at all. Last week I had it three times, and this week was like, no. You're not I'm trying any. to like save again because like I feel like I'm spending more on like postmates. Thing. How are you spending more? I feel like I'm spending nothing. Like my bank. Because like you, you spend because you shop less. a lot. So. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're- oh, can I just tell you about my pillows? Oh my gosh,
2: Gasco. Yes, yes.
1: uh, I made an impulsive decision at 10 a.m. when I woke up with some neck pain. Oh <laughs> and I was goodness. like, oh, it's time to change my hotel pillows. And I changed to better hotel pillows. Ritz Carlton, baby.
2: <laughs> Let me know how uh, they are. <laughs> yeah,
1: they were like, I got like the, the down goose. I know animal cruelty. But you know what? Goose <laughs> is like the best feathers ever. It was $89. But a minus pillow? Yeah, it was One standard size. Two. Did you know how much the king size was? hmm like almost 150 and i was like oh i'm not gonna spend that much. Okay, did it heal your neck pain yeah. because i don't think girl it's shipping pillows. on the 19th i will <laughs> so do she hasn't even that. gotten it yet <laughs> not yet i am i've been dreaming about them i literally spent like 230 dollars on two pillows you
2: know like you
1: oh my me. goodness <laughs> At 10 that, a. my spending <laughs> habits aren't like that yeah, that's why i feel <laughs> like i'm like no but spending Elizabeth, more than usual you spend 50 percent of your life in your bed so you might as well invest. I thought it in was like thirty percent. I want to say it's fifty percent, girl. Every we got we gotta sleep every day. Think about it. You know, you have to sleep every day. It's fifty percent. Okay. Okay. Can I tell you guys about my hiking experience? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no.
0: Okay. So my boyfriend and I, we do have like hike hiking date nights now since we can't eat out and stuff. He's really adventurous, so he's the one who finds these trails, whatever. So it was actually by my house and we get there already and it's like this really pretty pavement and I'm like oh wow I love paved hiking trails I don't <laughs> know if it's really like a thing but and he's like no we have to go this way and so we went off the pavement into to this dirt road and then we <laughs> went past the clothes sign and then I'm, I'm hiking up a hill right and i'm like telling my boyfriend i'm like you know honey like i'm scared like i don't feel like this is safe you know he's like no it's fine it's fine don't worry about it i'm like okay you know and i'm just minding my own business and i hear rustling in the weeds oh, no. next to me I and know. then I'm, and i'm like no, it's fine it's a bunny it's a bunny no big deal <laughs> you know so the loop that hiking trail is like 4 miles total so we were at mile 3.5 okay Okay, we're on this last hill, and it was super steep, like really steep. Like I thought I was gonna fall. Like I got dead silent. He was worried. Oh <laughs> I This what
1: kind of hill is like, this?
0: I know. He was just like, he's like, you know what? Let me hike behind you because you're gonna fall. And I don't. Are you know sure where you weren't
1: hiking. rock climbing? Like, <laughs> you
0: no. Know, it sounds like you are. <laughs> I was. I was like hopping and puffing getting up this dang hill. Okay, and like I finally get to the top. We're almost at the end. I see the entrance, and I put my foot down right? And I looked down and there was this huge ass mm. snake Oof. right I next can't. to my like, foot. I want to throw chills. up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Just it. like, and you know, it covered the whole path. Like the only way I can go forward was if I jump over the snake, but the snake looked at me. I looked at the snake and then oh I was God. just like, oh my God. And I started screaming <laughs> and I, I, fight or flight. Like I left and then like my boyfriend grabbed me and he was just like, He's like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "Oh my goodness," and I'm just like, "We're almost there!" Like, <laughs> I was like, "We you have- could almost
1: see the the exactly." The and blinding. I was just like, "I was
0: like, you know, what? let's just jump over the snake," and oh. he's like, "No, we're not jumping over the snake." And he's like, "You we're know, the just snake good-.
1: can stand."
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> like- I was in <laughs> shock. Okay, it was right next to my foot. Okay, and then so we walk back. 3.5 miles and I was just like I was so silent because like I just didn't realize and then now every little noise I heard I I thought it was a snake and I was just like I not can't. I was just like about to yeah. cry and oh my poor boyfriend like he's so sweet though about it you know he was just trying to make me feel better he's like it's okay don't worry like you know, we're almost there, you know, the sun's almost down. By the time we got to the pavement, it was dark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, You're all great. Now we can't think oh, we're stepping was, on snakes. so
0: stressed out, but yeah, I mean, it was super adventurous, you know, like I wasn't mad. Like I told him it's something we can like look back and laugh on, but maybe double think about, you know, going on a no man trail type of thing. But that's my story of the week.
1: This is (laughs) why I hike to the (laughs) fridge. This is why I don't hike. I walk at parks where there's no mountain.
0: So I kind of wanted to tie in our mental health during this pandemic and that, you know, we're all stuck in quarantine. And I think I want us to all talk about, you know, what we've been going through during this time, just so our listeners can also relate to us. Maybe they will feel like, hey, they're not alone in this, you know, that you're experiencing something. And guess what, Anne and Ariel and Adrian are experiencing the same thing. Maybe you aren't feeling as bad as you thought you were and things like that. And like, do you guys feel that your mental health has been affected by this? Like just being in your room 24-7?
1: I think so like for sure um being stuck and confined in like your own four walls like a lot of people resort to wanting to socialize or have somebody to talk to and I can't even imagine the people who are living by themselves how they are coping with all of this I've been lucky that I live at home still so if I really need to talk to someone I have my brother downstairs who I don't really talk to but if I had to <laughs> I will talk to him you know or like I have my dad I have my mom Shout out to jello <laughs> seriously you <laughs> Mm-hmm. You no, know, I have people in my home that I could talk to mm-hmm. but I think what has triggered a lot of things have been media like the news yeah and, you know every day there's something happening like it's so crazy already like even just like not just on the news but even on social media as far as like Twitter the things that are trending Every yeah. day they have new trends and I myself love looking at that, but that's probably triggering anxiety because I'm seeing like murder hornets like are now here. Oh you God. know, we're having <laughs> UFOs, like now I gotta worry about that. Like, you know, like little <laughs> these little things. Like, it seems so minor, but if you're always in it and you're always looking at these things, like, it's too much. And then before you know it, you're losing sleep over it because you're feeling, like, anxiety about it. Mm -hmm. And so that alone, like, aside from social media and then back to the news, like, watching all these people go through hardships, whether it's losing a job or they they themselves are getting COVID and all of this, like, that's giving me anxiety. Like, it makes me not want to even go to the grocery stores, Like I do everything online now because I'm paranoid. What has helped me cope with it is I have my religion to rely on. It's like a big source for me because I feel like when I pray about it, I'm giving it to God who has control over it. And that already kind of alleviates the anxiety that I'm feeling. So I'm glad that I'm able to meditate. And then another thing that has been really, really helping me out is my diffuser. I truly believe in aromatherapy Mm -hmm. and so crazy how your scent can tap on your nervous system to help you fix whatever emotions are going on in your body. Mm -hmm. And it's because of the receptors we have. They have been so helpful for me. I've been loving to diffuse lavender, peppermint, eucalyptus, like all of those scents together really, really alleviate my um, anxiety. I didn't really ever think that diffusers would work but mm-hmm. then when you cuz they're, a little cause bit more they're old not old. Yeah. yeah and they're not like FDA approved whatsoever it's honestly just a theory but the fact that they work for me you yeah. know like i yeah. hope yeah, anyone who is listening out there have never tried i don't think you'll lose anything in trying but it's been helpful for me my diffuser burning right or running right now. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I've been dealing with it, and obviously talking to my friends. Like, if I really have to, I'm glad to have Ernani. Like, I talk to him about everything as well. So, yeah. How about you, Adrian? What's your thoughts right now, and how are you feeling?
2: I think every day, like this week. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe the past like two weeks or two or podcasts, really, to be honest, have been a little bit of a lower um, kind of vibe. Um, I've just been struggling. Again, I I suffer from like anxiety symptoms, like on and off, like on the regular. So that now that we're like in times where, you know, you really don't feel like you have control over what's happening um, has really heightened it for me. And so it has been difficult. Um, It's, but it changes every single day. Some days are better. Some days, you know, are hard to get up, but I still, I think like Ariel, like relying on my faith, like you just kind of, they say it's like, it's not faith until, you know, it seems like it can't be done and it happens. So like, I'm just putting all my faith that we're going to get through this. And every day too, like my coping mechanism changes. Some days it's like, I need to go outside and like, just get sun. And some days it's like, I just need to not be on the computer I need to not be next to my phone because I work in social media it's I'm online all day you know five days a week if not six sometimes you have to work on the weekends social media is 24 7 so it's like being able to unplug and stuff but I think you know I think as human beings like we're social creatures it's like in our DNA I actually read um, like something from CNN that like you know it's it is a trend right now that you're seeing like a lot of factors from this pandemic, like affecting people because you're meant to socialize. And, you know, unfortunately it'll have probably longer impacts like on our society. And I think, I think I'm also one of those people that I feel things like really deeply. Like if like someone is sad, like I feel their sadness. Like I yeah. think that's a thing, yeah. like highly sensitive person. That's who I am. So like, I like you absorb feel- the energy. Yeah. I I just feel for people that are like losing their families. Like I'll just cry. Like the other day, like they announced like no international travel. And like, I just started crying because like for me, like I spend most of my uh, money that, you know, my disposable money um, traveling. Like I travel a lot. So to not have like those things that bring me joy, I enjoy eating out. Like I will do those two things over shopping or anything. That's just worse than my money it's like, almost like a part of me is like being taken away. So it's, you know, I, I am struggling. That's just like the truth of it. But, um, I've just been leaning into again, faith kind of self care. And, um, I've been like watching and reading a lot of like self, I guess they're called self-help books, but like personal development books, because that's all I can control right now is just, you know, staying as positive as I can. Yeah. What about it's you? so true. Um for
0: myself, you know, I just want to put like a disclaimer like I'm not the type to be like very emotional and if I do, I really don't like showing it or like being very open about it, especially like to you guys or even my family. Like there are rare instances where I do like vent to Ariel or I blow up about things, Terrell, but it's like really, I like to keep things to myself, or I'm just not one to open like that. And so, this pandemic, it, uh, staying at home, like, usually I'm very level headed, I'm very rational about things. And this has just caused me to be like in my thoughts. And I have never felt so, like, for lack of a better term, like roller coastery, I guess. You know, it's just like I, I have my ups, I have my downs, and it's just like, even like for some reason like i just have like the wildest thoughts like i don't know some weird scenario just pops in my head and it's just like it like breaks my heart or it freaks me out or things like that and it's like sometimes i can't turn it off and i've never really been that way and it's i'm type to like suffer in silence so it's just like you know when things like that happen like the only things I really do use to overcome it is really just like yoga or I walk, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that really does help me, but it's also, you know, I think the one person right now is my boyfriend and, you know, he's just been really supportive for anything I've been going through these past weeks. And he's just been like very, he's the only person I can really just open up like that to. And, you know, I really do commend him to like dealing with me pretty much. But it's also just like praying. I think, you know, that really helps me. But at the same time, like, I don't know, I just get really freaked out about everything. And it's it's catching me off guard because like I don't recognize myself being this way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's also when it's like, I'm trying to do my due diligence as like a citizen. You know, I want to keep up with what's happening. I want to educate myself mm-hmm. with like the latest, like, stay-at-home orders and things like that you know because everyone like there's weird provisions and so there's a lot of loopholes and so it's like you have to interpret these laws you know and things like that and i get so irritated when it's like i find like la times article and it's like oh you have to pay for this
1: you know or new New
0: york times or like things like that it's like you have to subscribe for 24.99 month and i'm like i'm trying to figure out like what's next steps for COVID and it's like I have to pay for it to like figure that out like that irritates me Mm -hmm. you know and I find myself Mm -hmm. actually going on Twitter and going straight to like Governor Newsom's Twitter and like he'll put the updates on there and it's like I appreciate that because it's like there's no like propaganda surrounding it he's straight up he's just like this is what's happening you know and it's not like third parties interpreting like his malicious intent or things like that and it's just like i have if i find myself working harder than usual just to update myself with like our state or our county and it's very irritating to me and that's what like grinds my gears too because it's like if you want us to be safe if you want us to adhere at least give us the resources to understand you know and things like that but that's really how i've been these
2: past like what eight weeks now like goodness like so many count shout out to our boyfriends though like yeah I feel like women like we deal with hormones like that's just a thing right like and on top of that to like put not put up but like help us during this time like you know I'm really grateful I think we all are
1: super Mm -hmm. I know poor guys (laughs) I know (laughs) So now that we've talked about the experiences we have with the mental health problems that we deal with and how we deal with them, do you guys have any resources that you would um, share with people who may be going through the same things we're going through?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, from I guess like an employer's perspective, like every company has something called an EAP, or you know, major companies. You know, it's it's an employee assistant program and you have like five free therapy sessions. Like you don't have to tell your employer you're utilizing that service. It's completely confidential. And it's like, you actually get to speak to someone who doesn't know you. It's completely unbiased. And it's like, they help you with your struggles, you know? So I really do encourage people to, you know, just see if you have that available to you and just call like, and also if you don't, have if you're unemployed right now you will not have that benefit you know look up your community a lot of them a lot of cities have free resources for mental health services you know a lot of um, therapists out there do help people that don't have means to pay or if your insurance can't cover it like that's something that's available as well like there's always I guess like an outlet you can go to and so that's my advice to everyone
2: yeah similar with Anne I was gonna say that I think therapy is like my number one recommendation (laughs) I actually went to therapy when um I first started working and I was super overwhelmed that's when my anxiety was at its highest truly and it really did help um I think that you know now that we have all this technology, you know, there's like different apps. I think one is called like BetterHelp. I hear it a lot on podcasts and, you know, so you should check that out. But I know that um, if your employer, you know, offers it or I know that health insurance um, under some plans, it's covered. So um, I think there's nothing better than talking to someone. Obviously, you can reach out to your friends, but they provide the unbiased Um, input and they're trained like this is our specialty and they could really provide some valuable insight Um, but I think if you obviously don't have the means to um, maybe finding a friend or someone that you can really just rely on Um, I know that talking about mental health again is it's not easy um, but you shouldn't have to bottle it up so even if it's just one person like a friend from school or Um, a childhood friend I think it's worth reaching out to you know just to maybe have some feedback
1: Mm -hmm. and I agree with both of their resources Um, for me I guess my biggest tip is first of all like you know you really want to sit with yourself and really understand what you're feeling like all your feelings are validated don't bottle anything up you know Yeah. Um, cause the first step is like a lot of people, you probably don't even know you have it. So when you're in your beginning of it, or if you're already struggling with something like this, like be honest about it, reach out to your parents. And if they disregard it, reach out to somebody else, like your friends, as Adrian was saying, and how Anne already provided some resources that you can use. But I think honestly, it's like, don't be in denial about it face it and yeah. you know there's a lot of yeah. help out there like I've recommended aromatherapy it's a more natural way and you know that could help for you that could work for you it may not work for you everyone's a little bit different but I would recommend that because that has worked for me yeah. um, but I really agree with talking about it to anyone or to whoever you feel is safe and that you trust um, but don't ever bottle it up because be I just feel like you know
2: I think even journaling out like your feelings because yeah. sometimes it's just getting it kind of out of your body and like onto a piece of paper or saying it out loud, like just like kind of quote unquote like talking to yourself, like talking through how you're feeling will really help because sometimes you're bottling up, you're not saying it out loud, you don't want to admit it. But, like one, know that like it's okay, a lot of people experience it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean yeah. anything bad. Um, and two, like just kind of releasing that emotion from your body. I think is, would help a lot.
1: I really like that you said journaling because when I was experiencing it before too, I actually made a list of the things that were giving me anxiety and just listing it out made me feel like I was releasing. Yeah. So, you know, like are there's yeah. so many tips out there that you could find. And like, you know, like we said, like all these tips that we're sharing, it may work for you, it may not work for you, but, you know, at least you know that there are resources out there.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Boss Babes and Boba. We hope that this episode really opened up the conversation and um, provided you with some resources and tools if you are you know, suffering from any you know, mental health issues. Um, again, our DMs are always open if you need anyone to talk to. Um, but make sure to tune in next time we upload every other Wednesday at 6 a.m.
1: Make sure to like and subscribe and download our podcast
0: and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram at Boss Babes and Boba. Thanks,
2: guys. Bye, guys. Bye guys.